0: Generation Church, based in the beautiful Rex Theater in the heart of downtown Pensacola, Florida. Our hope is that today's teaching will encourage and equip you to be firm in faith, to fulfill the call of God in your life, and to finish well. Grab your Bible, open up your notes app, and let's dive in. Hey everybody, welcome to the wrap party, where we dive a little deeper into Sunday's message. Pastor Ray here this week with Pastor Greg. He continued our new series, The God I Never Knew, where we're looking at the Holy Spirit, the person of the Holy Spirit, the third person of the Trinity, and how he is important in our lives. So Pastor Greg, today he talked about more about the Holy Spirit. And so let me start this off by asking the question that you answered today. Does the Holy Spirit baptize?
1: Yes, he does, Ray. Um, Now, most people, when they hear uh, that question, when they say, the Holy Spirit baptism, um, there's there's actually three baptisms that the Bible talks about in the message. That's what we talked about. The first one is um, it's called the baptism into Jesus and it's by the Holy Spirit. Right. So it answers the question, yes, the Holy Spirit does baptize us. baptize us. When we receive Jesus, he baptizes us into the body of Christ, into Jesus. So he comes inside of us He comes into our spirits. He seals us until the day of redemption, until we go to heaven. He seals us. We are saved. It's a done deal. Okay, so that's the first baptism. The Holy Spirit baptizes us into Jesus. But there's two more baptisms that the Bible talks about. Mm Baptism in water. Now, the baptism in water is the one that most of us think about when right. we hear the
0: word baptism. We can see it.
1: Yeah, it's a visible thing. The other two baptisms we talked about are invisible; they're mm-hmm. internal. So it's not something you can see. Well, the last one you can see right. some stuff, but but um, so uh, so the ba- the Holy Spirit baptizes us into the body of Christ into Jesus. So yes, He baptizes. Okay, yeah. and um, so that that's basically. We talked about those three baptisms in the message but
0: right yeah that's great yeah um it's really cool to me to see you shared how um we see specifically in all four gospels this playing out this baptism in the holy spirit um so it shows us that it's important yes um so i think that's that's really cool um it's the promised spirit that is coming from the father jesus is sending the spirit as a gift to help us it's he's the helper he's our advocate Um, he's our comforter. That's what the Bible describes the Holy Spirit as. What are maybe some of the barriers that people encounter concerning the Holy Spirit? And maybe what are some ways that we can uh, overcome those?
1: Sure. Okay. So I would say probably the number one barrier when it talks, when we're talking about the gifts of the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit is fear. Yeah. Um, Most people, maybe because they've seen some excess Mm -hmm. sometimes, uh, you know, among people who are enthusiastic and you know, they're filled with the Holy spirit that maybe they do some things outwardly that are kind of hard to understand. Mm-hmm. Okay. So a lot of us are saying, Oh, well, if that's what it means to receive the power of the Holy spirit, I don't want that, yeah. you know, and there's some people who are taught, they're even taught wrongly mm-hmm. that the, the power of the Holy spirit was only for the apostles yeah. in the first century before the Bible was written. Mm -hmm. Okay. So a lot, there's some people who believe that that in the book of acts was the beginning of the church. Mm -hmm. And it was a transitional period when the Holy spirit came and it was kind of like, there was this period of time when there were these gifts, supernatural things that were signs Mm -hmm. and confirmed the message that the disciples were speaking. Right. And so the idea is that whenever the canon of the scripture was completed around 300, then there was no need for these supernatural things like speaking in tongues and like healing the sick and those kind of things. We don't need that anymore because we have the Bible that tells us what God's like and the message is all there. So all we have to do is read and understand the Bible and the message in the Bible and then we're okay. We don't need all that other stuff. Well, we don't believe that. I don't believe that to me there's not a, I don't see in the scripture where, it says now there is a, a scripture that's misinterpreted. And it says uh in First Corinthians 14, you know, when the perfect has come, then things will cease. Okay. So the perfect in their eyes would be the scripture. Right. When the canon of scripture, that's the perfect. So when the scripture came, there's no need for speaking in tongues. There was no need for healing. There's no Mm -hmm. need for these supernatural things. That's called cessationism. So a lot of people not only have the barrier of fear, they may have a a barrier of misbelief Mm -hmm. or unbelief because they've been taught that that's not for today. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't know about you, Ray, but I still need the power. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, if I'm, when I'm evangelizing talking on the street to people, I don't have the words to answer Mm -hmm. all that they ask. I have to have the power of the Holy Spirit yeah. to speak through me. And, you know, I just went to a, a funeral of a friend who had had medical problems and all kinds of issues and, you know, didn't get healing. Um mm-hmm. uh, it means get healed now because yeah. he's in heaven. But yeah. but, you know, there's sometimes questions are asked, but we need the power, mm-hmm. I mean, to be able to help people and do the work of ministry. Yeah. So, in fact, the scripture that uh, we read, Acts 1-8, Jesus said, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. We still need that power because there's a lot of people who don't believe the Bible anymore, Mm -hmm. unfortunately. So they don't accept the scripture as being the word of God. So when you say, well, the Bible says, they say, well, so what? I don't believe the Bible. So the power of the Holy Spirit is still needed to demonstrate that there is a God and he is active in our world. And he does that through the power of the Holy Spirit working through us. Right.
0: Yeah, that's a really great point. Um, I think I I heard a, of a study recently where uh, even even in evangelical circles, uh, people who say they're born again, um, there's a decline in the amount of people who believe that Jesus was sinless and perfect as he walked this earth. So even, even amongst uh, people who claim to be born again Christians, there's um, a lack of belief in the Bible. Right. And, and so, yeah, the Holy Spirit can manifest gifts through us that can, that can be a sign that this is all true. The scripture yeah. is true. Yeah, this really great point. I, I hadn't thought of that before. Um, I, I like how you drew out uh, Jesus' great commission, he said, for us to go into the world um, and to baptize people in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Um, we still, as believers, we have that same commission today, the great commission. And it's by the power of the Holy Spirit that we have to do it. I like this, um, this sort of pattern of threes that you drew out of the book of Acts where people believe they repent and believe, um, the apostles and in the Bible, repentance and belief go hand in hand. They're tied together. So you repent and believe you're baptized, water baptized, the second baptism, and then you receive the Holy Spirit and you, you picked out in Acts chapter two, where that happens in Jerusalem, uh, Acts chapter eight, where that happens in Samaria. And then you talk about Acts chapter 19, where we see Paul in Ephesus and the same thing happened in in there. Um, when I was studying this passage, I noticed too, that in Acts chapter 10, the same thing happens, uh, in Cornelius's household, uh, pastor, um, Pastor Roger actually covered Acts chapter 10 in his transition last week. So I thought yes. that was interesting because it really leads into this week as well. Um, but we see the same thing, this Great Commission playing out in real time in Jerusalem, Samaria, and to the entire world through the Gentiles. So um, this idea of pattern of three is just a really powerful thing to to see as we study the Gospels and we study the book of Acts, how the church was born. And it was all by the power of the spirit. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, the, of course the pattern is three is everywhere. Mm-hmm. Father, son, Holy right. spirit. Yeah. Okay. We are a triune being as well, you know, spirit, soul, and body. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we cover all three ways. Yeah. Okay. Our soul is saved. Well, our spirit receives the Holy spirit. We receive the Holy spirit when we're born again. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that, that affects our spirit. Okay. We're baptized in water, which starts the process of declaration and dying to yourself. Right. So that affects your soul and your body because you surrender it to Him. And then that spirit power that you have comes out in your mind, your thinking, and in your body because your behavior changes. So He hits all the three baptisms, hit us all three parts body, soul, and spirit. So it's like he provides all that we need, but there is a progression, and there are some things that we partner with him in. And like we talked about, people are afraid because they think, oh, the Holy Spirit's going to make me do something I don't want to do. No, that's not what happens. The Holy Spirit partners with us, and he gives us the power to do things, but he doesn't force us to do anything. Right. We have to submit ourselves and we have to surrender to him and we have to listen. And when we hear that still small voice that says, hey, go here or say this or go there or don't do that, he doesn't force us. We still have a choice. Okay. So we have to be able to listen and be humble and say, what do you want me to do? Holy Spirit, Mm -hmm. I give you control. And that's kind of the third thing that barrier would be. Mm -hmm. We fear loss of control. Right. Yeah. And, you know, the problem is that's really the problem, our our main problem.
0: Mm-hmm. That's,
1: what the, that's the essence of the yeah. sin nature is I want to be in control. Right. And the process of sanctification is giving up control. So the baptism of the Holy Spirit is a main part of that surrendering right. to the will of God and saying, Holy Spirit, I give you permission to move in me, even if it makes me feel silly or maybe look silly to some people, right. but we've got to get that barrier out fear teaching that's been wrong or the fear of losing control
0: mm-hmm.
1: because he wants us to lose control right. and give yeah. him control. Yeah. And that's how we, Jesus said, if you give up your life, you'll find it in me. Mm-hmm. But if you hold on to your life, if you hold on to control, you're going to lose mm-hmm. it. And it doesn't mean we lose our salvation. Right. It just means we lose the abundant life that he mm-hmm. wants to give to us to live out in this world.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. I I, kind of think of um, the first baptism where Jesus or uh, where the Holy Holy Spirit Spirit baptizes us into the body of Christ. Um, I kind of see that as, you know, it's salvation, but that's the moment where we're indwelt by the Spirit. Um, The third uh, baptism you talked about, baptism with the Holy Spirit or in the Holy Spirit, is where Jesus baptizes us into the Holy Spirit. And that's where we can be filled by the Spirit. And so at Generation, we believe that. Believers can be spirit led and spirit filled. So, can yeah. you maybe talk a little bit um, about the distinction between being indwelt with the Spirit and being filled with the Spirit?
1: Right. Okay. So, filled is the idea of being like being drunk. Okay. Right. And I know there's negative connotations of that, but just like you know, you can have the Holy Spirit. Okay. And you do when you're born again. We have the Holy Spirit inside of us. Okay. But it's a conscious decision when we're filled, is when we give up or baptize in the Holy Spirit. And there are, there are terms that are kind of used interchangeably in a lot of places. And a lot of people don't like the term baptized in the Holy Spirit. They would say filled with the Holy Spirit. But the Bible also talks about there's one baptism in many fillings. Now I was talking to a lady a few minutes ago who said, I had this experience. I was prophesying over somebody. You know, I was reading my Bible every day, and I was the Holy Spirit was leading me. And then she went through a situation, a divorce, and then she felt like the power of the Holy Spirit left her. And I said, no, the Holy Spirit didn't leave you. It's just that you weren't walking in the power and you weren't choosing. It's still there. Mm -hmm. And when we receive Jesus, the Holy Spirit comes inside of us. I look at the baptism the uh, uh, baptism in the Holy Spirit Uh, As being activation of that power. Right. In other words, it's releasing that power that's already there in your spirit, man, Mm -hmm. out. Right. And, you know, the word spirit is pneuma breath. And so we breathe out just like with our words when we say things, we, according to the Bible, The Father spoke the word into into existence. He spoke the word. When we receive Jesus, we believe in our heart and we confess with our mouth. We have to speak. So, the baptism of the Holy Spirit with the Holy Spirit is when we're able to activate that power that's in our spirit and let it out into our mind, will, and emotions and let it out into our body. And we release it by the baptism of the Holy Spirit. He comes on us and we release it. Now, the Holy Spirit in the Old Testament would come on people for specific purposes, mm-hmm. temporarily. When John the Baptist talked about Jesus, he said that the Lord spoke to him and said, the one on whom the Holy Spirit comes and stays. Yeah. He falls on and remains. So the Holy Spirit is inside of us when we're saved, baptized with the Holy Spirit into the body of Christ. But he's not activated until we have this third baptism, mm-hmm. the baptism with or in the Holy Spirit, right. now, so I said to this person who I was praying with earlier, I said, You were already baptized in the Holy Spirit, you just need to be refilled. Mm-hmm. See, there's one baptism yeah. in the Holy Spirit, but then we have to be filled daily because we leak, <laughs> yeah. we need the power all the time. So that's what I, I prayed for her to be filled with the Holy Spirit again. So it's just like I drink, I drink a bottle of water, but in an hour I'm thirsty again, right. yeah. I have to drink more water. Mm-hmm. So as we use the power of the Holy Spirit, because it's not just for us, it's not so we can have a badge or say, oh, I'm one of them. It's so that we can be witnessing because, again, you will receive power to be my witnesses. So it's as we release the power of the Holy Spirit, he fills us again and fills us again and fills us again so that we can use it. But if we never use it, it's still inside of us. We've got to let it out so he can fill us again. That's That's the difference to me. Awesome. Filling, controlling by the Holy Spirit, operating mm-hmm. in His power and in His control, not ours. Nice.
0: Yeah, that's a really good way to look at it. Um, thanks for thanks for explaining all that. It's it really does help uh, to people people to connect. Like you said, you know, sometimes it says being filled with the Spirit. Sometimes it says baptized with yeah. the Spirit. You know, and and there's confusion there. So I think that helps to bring clarity to what you were talking about in your message this morning. Do you have any other words of encouragement for people that are listening as we're wrapping up our time together? I would just
1: say, uh, please just be open to what the Holy spirit wants to do in you. You know, we're not doing this series to scare people or, you know, we're trying to make the Holy spirit, the mystery to, I mean, not he's going to be mysterious, but to lessen the fear and to lessen the mystery and to say, Holy spirit's a person. And if I want to be, disciple and if I want to do the Great Commission, I have to have the power of the Holy Spirit. So it's being open and hungry and hungry. If we resist, then we're grieving the Holy Spirit, which we the Bible says, do not Mm -hmm. grieve the Holy Spirit, whom you're sealed with until the day of redemption. So just be open to what Holy Spirit wants to do and say Holy Spirit, I just want all that you have. Jesus, I surrender my life. Holy Spirit, fill me, baptize me, manifest your power through me so that I can speak to my friends and my coworkers and my family members about Jesus so that I can, you know, when somebody's sick, I can pray for them to be healed and believe for them to be healed so that I can know your will and follow your will and do your will and lead other people to do the same thing. That's the answer. It's not just for us to say that we're super Christians. It's for the powers to be used to lead people to Jesus, because we all have that great commission, like you said. And my job, our job, your job, Ray, our job as pastors is equipped, to equip, according to uh, Ephesians, equip Ephesians 4, to equip members of the body of Christ Mm -hmm. to do the work of ministry. So that's why we're here talking about the Holy Spirit, because it's the power of the Holy Spirit that equips us to do. Yeah, the things we need to do. Yeah,
0: that's a good word, Pastor Greg. Thanks for your time this morning and for this conversation we've had. For you guys listening, we're, we really are praying for you. If you haven't experienced the baptism in the Holy Spirit, we pray that even now, as you're listening to this, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and bring you his power so Amen. that you can witness to those around you so that you can um, give evidence that he is real, that the things in the Bible are real and are for today. Amen. And so we're praying for you. We love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Tune in next week as we finish up this series. Pastor Roger will be given that message as we finish up our series, The God I Never Knew. Hopefully we're getting to know him a little bit more through this. But for today, that's a wrap.